The CWL Seattle results are in, and more Black Ops 4 rumors surface. I break it all down in today's episode. I'm Ben, and this is CODcast, the Call of Duty podcast. Look, I'm having trouble on figuring out how to report about this tournament. Um, I don't know how to do this episode of the podcast. I don't know what just happened in Seattle, but it's it's a weird one. So I'm going to give some opinions on this stuff, but a lot of it is going to be news heavy because it was such an outlier of a tournament. Okay, so it was extremely odd. If you just looked at the winner, you would not think it was very odd. But if you look at the whole tournament breakdown, it, it was crazy. Okay. So I'm going to jump in with pull play and then break down pull play and then go to the winners and losers bracket a little bit and explain it. And then I'll talk about some notable teams, uh, just things I want to say about them. And do know that now, after since Seattle's finished, there's another roster lock has been released. So this is kind of roster mania part two um, of the past month. And uh, we'll see if some roster changes happen. Uh, there are some predicted on the horizon and then some not predicted. I'll maybe touch on that if I get to a team where I think something might change up. So let's start right here with Pool A. We'll dive right in. Pool A was Rise, Phase, Echo Fox, Lightning Pandas, and Tainted Minds. Tainted Minds is the team that uh, got through uh, to Season 2, so they uh, Season 2 Pro League. So they uh, they got into pool A, and then Lightning Pandas was the open bracket team. First place in this pool was Lightning Pandas. Okay, that is the open bracket team that wins first place. They lose to Phase two three, so that's a game five against Phase. But they three would Rise, they three would Echo Fox, they three would Tainted Minds. All right, so Lightning Pandas take first, and then Echo Fox they they uh, three two Phase. Right, they three two rise, they three o tainted minds, and then they get second because they lost two three to lightning pandas. But that's still a game five, right? Third place, Phase, who were three and one, but but Echo Fox beat them, so they took second. Fourth place, Rise, yes, Rise, fourth place, one and three. They only had a win against Tainted Minds, okay? And then Tainted Minds was zero and four. But know that this is the team that burns through open bracket. I want to say this really quickly. Tainted Minds is a team that burns through the open bracket pretty much at every tournament, and they make it through, and then they lose. So that should show you a bit of the separation between the teams that make it through uh, are in pool play and the teams that make it through open bracket or play through that. The Tainted Minds is one of the stars of the open bracket, and their their name is all over the place, but they go 0-4. Yeah, it was a fluky tournament, but they go 0-4 in their pool, so that should show you the separation there. The There's a huge middle middle gap, middle-class gap. Um, there between open bracket and the teams that make it through pool play. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Lightning Pandas and Echo Fox first and second. Okay, that's just pool A. Pool B was Optic, Envy, Unilad, Ghost, and Ghost Gaming Epsilon. Epsilon is the team that made it through uh, to season two, uh, Pro League, and Ghost Gaming was the team that made it through to open bracket. And Ghost Gaming are working with a new team here. So, uh, first place. Envy. Okay, they went 4-0. And they just made a team change. We wanted to see how they did, so they showed up a bit. Second place, Ghost Gaming. This is the open bracket team. Okay? They go 2-2. Two two. Second place is 2-2. Two two. 
Third place, Optic, because they lost to Ghost, 2-2. Two and two. Fourth place, Unilad, also 2-2. Two and two. All right, and then fifth place, Epsilon, 0-4. Oh Epsilon has struggled repeatedly here in their tournaments, uh, just competing with these big NA teams. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty I'm going to say about Optic later, so I won't talk too much on it now, but Envy showed up. They were clearly the team. Uh, they, they were the team. I mean, going into the, the tournament, Optic was the team to beat in this because they were they were the best team at playoffs. I mean, that's that's very clear. They were the best team at playoffs. They were better than FaZe, and FaZe, you know, they choked. Optic choked. So Optic was the team to beat, and they didn't show up here, so Envy uh, take first place, and Ghost take second. Pool C. Remember, if you didn't know this, pool play, uh, the only first and second make it through to the winner's bracket. Okay, everybody else goes to losers. So, um, so pool C is uh, LG, E United, Complexity, Mind Freak, and E6. Okay, uh, E6 was the open bracket team. First place, E6. E6 takes the first place. It's the open bracket team again, taking first place in the pool. They're three-one. Their only loss was to Mind Freak. Okay, second place was E United. 2-2. Two two. Third place, Complexity, 2-2. Two two. Fourth place, Mind Freak, 2-2. Two two. Alright, this is just... <laughs> Fifth place, LG. Yeah, Luminosity. Fifth place, last place in the pool. They're 1-3. They only beat E United, who was the team that showed some true life in the in the pool. So, I... I don't know. Pool D. Let's just move on to Pool D, and then I'll talk about Pool Play. TK, EG, Red Reserve, Splice, EZG, Blue. I think that's the exact placing, actually. So, first place was TK, 3-1. Second place, Evil Geniuses, 3-1. Evil Geniuses showed some life. They were working with a new team here, um, and they really showed some life. I think uh, they, they were the ones that added Temp, right? Uh, third place, Red Reserve. They've been struggling, and they need to make a uh, roster change, maybe with Splice or switch something around here. This is a team that I see... Uh, they, I think they should make a roster change. I don't know if they will because there's only so much they can do being a European um, juggernaut. And then fourth place was Splice. They had one good event really this year but are struggling again. They have another possibility of a roster change. The reason I say both these have a possibility is these Red Reserve and Splice could trade with each other and that would be kind of a well-accepted roster change for these big European teams. And fifth place was EZG Blue who was 1-3. and three, Same record as Splice but EZG Blue was the open bracket team that came through. So, the uh, so pool before I get on to the winners and losers bracket, I'm going to talk about pool play really quickly. I don't know what was happening. There's a lot of possibilities. Yes, there was a major meta change that just happened a week ago. Yes, roster mania just happened. There were a lot of teams that that switched players around, switched their rosters. Okay, yeah, they couldn't get a lot of practice in. It was pretty recent that this update and and roster mania happened. But, but I felt like so many people were on the same level with that. Like, everybody has to use the update. And everybody, a lot of people changed their rosters. A lot of teams changed their rosters. So I don't know what happened. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Was it the time change? I mean, you're, you're drifting back three hours. Is that it? I, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but there was obviously some major problems with teams like Rise and LG and the loser's bracket. Winners bracket, the, the the eight teams going through the winners bracket on uh, on um, Saturday and Sunday were Lightning Pandas open bracket, Echo Fox, Envy, Ghost Gaming open bracket, E6 open bracket, E United TK 
and Evil Geniuses. So we have three open bracket teams going to going through to the winner's bracket. Okay? You've, we've never seen something like that, I promise. Let me, let me roll through some of these loser's bracket teams. Phase, Rise, Optic, Luminosity, Red Reserve, Splice, Unilad. Okay? So, obviously something happened in the pool play to really throw this off. With teams like that going to losers bracket, you don't ever see that. That's like reporting that the you know the 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 Patriots uh, the Patriots had a losing season. Like the, what what this is it's accepted that these teams will make it through their pool their pools in first and second and go to winners bracket. So I'll do a real quick rundown here of what happens in the uh, in the in the the um, both the brackets. So I won't dive too much into the into the matches and i'll tell you why i'm not later united make it to the winners finals okay so they they soar through make it to winners finals and evil geniuses make it to the winners bracket finals so it's eu versus eg and evil geniuses working with this slight team change they made come through and 3-0 eu okay they 3-0 eu united all right uh optic drops their first losers bracket game now we're, we're on the losers bracket big big things uh optic drops their first losers bracket game they get 3-0'd by lg lg makes it to round five loses to rise um 3-2 so it was a good match they lost to rise 3-2 rise make it to losers finals which they're obviously playing e united because united just lost in winners finals and they 3-0 e united at that point Rise 3-0's United, they make it through an entire loser's bracket. What do you think is going to happen, okay? So, Grand Finals ends up being Evil Geniuses versus Rise. Unexpected, Rise 3-1 EG in the first set of five maps. And, of course, they have to beat them again because they came from losers. And they 3-0 Evil Geniuses the second, okay? So, Rise are your CWL Seattle champs. All right. So, if you just looked at the tournament... Based off who won, you'd say, oh, great, Rise won. Okay, this is uh, this is predictable. They had a great team going into this. They made that roster change. They looked scary. Okay, Rise won. But it's not. it wasn't a normal tournament at all. Let's. I, I have a list here of some notable teams I want to talk about. So let me let me let me go through them. We're gonna start with Optic. They didn't practice before this. Krim said that in a tweet after the tournament, and Karma said it in a, uh, a stream before the tournament. They're still struggling. I don't predict a roster change. It's possible, but I don't predict a roster change in this roster mania. But it just felt like they didn't care. In the LG match, if you watched it, in loser's bracket, round three was it, they just didn't care. They lost the hard point. They got spanked on hard point. They go into search and destroy, and it was like they were giving up rounds. Like, what, they get 6-0 or something? It was just, it was like they didn't care. I don't know what it is. I mean, has this team won so much that they just don't care about the small stuff? They play so well in playoffs, and now they're like, I don't feel like, like, we don't feel like going through an entire loser's bracket run. We're tired. So that's why I say, like, maybe a roster, maybe a roster change would help them to freshen it up a little bit. I don't think there will be one, and I, I think they can win with this team, but it's like they don't care anymore. That's what it feels like. when You you just feel it when you watch it. You feel like they don't care. So I don't know what to say about that. We'll see what Optic decides to do. They're smart guys. They'll figure it out. Luminosity, uh, if you're an LG fan, uh, it's a fluke. They're fine. They'll be back. Watch their matches. They look good. 
They they're they're burning teams. They lost to Rise, who won the event. You know, they lost to Ri- the Rise in a game five. Yeah, they went to losers bracket. It was a fluke. I'm telling you that day one was weird. Um, don't worry about LG. They're they're fine. They're playing well. John's playing great. Octane's on fire. Um, don't worry about luminosity. TK. I mean, everyone. Look, actually, no, I won't say this. There's a lot of like different opinions on on what TK did in their roster switches. Some people are like, uh, TK has a worse team now. And other people are like, TK has a superstar team. I don't know what to believe. Uh, they added, you know, um, methods and, and, and Pharaoh. I mean, a lot of people said they'd be unstoppable. They look good. Pharaoh could pick it up a little bit, but he played well. And methods is looking strong that the team will be a contender. I promise you that they'll be up there. I'm not sure if they have the team to win events, just like they they didn't have in the original four from this year. But they they have a strong team. They'll make some winners bracket. Now they could they could do a couple rounds of winners bracket, but I don't see them contending with the likes of LG or Rise. Um, but that's my opinion. Who knows these days? United the roster change was a good one. Uh, more time with more practice. They're going to be another team fighting for the championship, I think. Uh, sometimes it's just some fresh switch in the roster that helps them. It's just some something new on the team, and it seems to have helped them. Um, they look re- like a really solid team, and all, all year they've had such great players that you would expect them to be a solid team, but they've just kind of struggled. And they look like a really a really solid playing team. They lost in the winner's finals, you know, and then went down to the loser's finals. So they made it. They got, what, third place? Um so, United is a team that that will be around this year. Um, I guess they just needed to freshen up a bit, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens in this next event if things kind of level back out. Uh, Echo Fox, look, I told you Echo Fox had talent. I said it all year. They looked strong. Is it just one event? No, I, I. They've shown life all throughout the year. They've played really, really good tournaments. You know, they lose one match, and so people don't talk about it. But I'm, I, I said it. I've said it for a while now. Since the start, they're a good team. Um, this Echo Fox is the ones that added Temp. Sorry, not not uh, Envy. So Temp, yeah, Temp gave them gave them some f- uh, just I don't know fresh life. They um, they 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 looked solid. They looked like now they've always had kind of a big name team that people didn't really talk about. They have some players that used to play on Rise. Like they have really like championship contenders. And and now with this roster change, this little fresh life here added to the team with Temp, they uh, they look like they they are playing at the potential they should be uh, with the players that they have. And speaking of potential, we have Evil Geniuses as well playing at the potential. And again, this is a team that I've said all year. They've had a lot of potential. They they finally show it. They've had people on the team like Enable and Aches, Apathy. So they they make this team change, and now uh, with uh, silly on the team it it obviously made a difference they were playing at a spot that you would expect the four players they have to play at you know maybe they just needed some minor player readjustments and that's all it was just some chemistry thing wasn't working but they were playing really solid they get second place in the tournament um and yeah they got burned by rise but that's the last thing we want to talk about here but they they really played a solid run through the entire tournament and speaking of Rise burning them, yeah, I mean, Rise, 
this is it. Like they're the super team dynasty that we thought they would be. They they dropped methods in order to pick up who they thought was a best one of the best ARs in the game in slasher, and it seems to work out for them. Sure, it took a little bit of weird, you know, getting used to it in day one, and they they come out into the losers bracket, but uh, they turned things around, and they ended up being the team that I guess we thought we expected them to be with the roster change they made. They look unbelievable. I think Slack tweeted it before the grand finals that he was like, well, two tournaments in a row that somebody that the losers bracket team is going to win two best of fives. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, like, hold on. Like, you know, don't say that yet. But he was like, there's no way that Rise is going to lose. He doesn't see them losing with how they were playing. And it's true. Like, I don't see any team beating Rise right now. Maybe Luminosity. Maybe LG could come in. But Optic couldn't do it. FaZe couldn't do it. Rise is too solid. So they made, I think they get off the best in the first big major round of roster mania switches. I think Rise gets off best with it, with their uh, addition of Slasher, because they they seriously look unstoppable. They look like too strong of a team force to to uh, drop to drop a a, a match. So. That's what I take from it. But look, also, before before I move on here, I, I do want to say this. And this is why I'm not getting too, too in-depth about any of this stuff and why this podcast is hard for me. Maybe all of this is not true and it's just this event, okay? The meta has changed and it wasn't just a small little change. It was a massive shift to the entire game. It was like they released a new game and Roster Mania happened. So there were all these roster changes. So... This is all, it's like a really weird transitional time here for Call of Duty. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, let's watch what these teams can do now. But I don't think that we can take that event, CWL Seattle, and 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 chalk it up to any meaningful data about these teams. I think that event has an asterisk next to it. Not that Rise didn't deserve it. They obviously deserved it. But, th- but with what ha- broke down during this event, I think that for the rest of the teams, don't take any of that as like data about the team. It could be completely opposite by the next event. You know, with, with the changes that happened to the game and the rosters, I don't know what happened. The time change, I don't know what it was. But I I say Rise absolutely deserved the win. They were clearly the best team there. Otherwise, do not take any of any of what happened to heart because I don't believe any of it. COD is already so inconsistent. Like, in normal events, COD is extremely inconsistent. Uh, like, the teams that are winning are not the teams you would expect to win. Like, last year, TK was nothing. And this year, they were winning the first two events, and all of a sudden, they can't get, you know, into two rounds of winner's bracket. So, COD is already so inconsistent. And then you have an event like this, where, like, Evil Geniuses, this team that was, you know, it's struggling to make Season 2, is is coming out and and coming to the, to the Grand Finals. Like, don't take any of it to heart. We gotta wait for a new event. Gotta wait for the next event before before we really start considering what happened to these teams and considering this as like real Call of Duty data to be processed about these teams. So that's what I'll say about CWL Seattle. I'm not gonna go any further because because I do believe that it was kind of a fluke in, uh, of an event. But that being said, I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Rise. I really do believe they have a really solid team. They didn't make any major switches. They just added the AR spot. But because of that, they were able to adjust quickly, and they really do have the super team that they wanted and that we expected from them. So, uh, Black Ops 4 rumors. 
some more rumors came out about Black Ops 4. Ones that I'm not happy about, though. So, so let me let me talk about them a little bit. There's like four four parts of this I'm gonna break down. One I like, two I like, yeah, two I like and two I despise. So, um, so there was a uh, YouTuber I think that got an email from somebody who played the game and uh, said some things about it. Uh, what's what he found in the in the version of the game that he played. Now, this could be a uh, previous version of the game. It's still under development, obviously, but let me just say what he found in the game. So, there were grappling hooks. This was an advanced warfare type thing. Um, I don't have a problem with grappling hooks. Grappling hooks being you shoot it and it quickly can transport you to where you hooked it. I don't have a problem with grappling hooks if there's no advanced movement in the game. If it's boots on the ground and there's an option to have a grappling hook, I don't have a problem with that. It could be banned from pro play if you want it to be to make it a little more balanced, not the you don't have the ability to grappling hook out of a situation. But if there's no advanced movement and it's boots on the ground, I don't have a problem with the option of grappling hook grappling hooking out of a situation. Um, as like a piece of equipment you can equip. I have no problem with that. I think that's a cool idea, actually. Um, because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't add to the world of advanced movement. It would just be an option that you could use maybe once, a life. But you, I, I want it to break after you use it once. You can't just like grappling hook everywhere around the map. I don't like that idea. Uh, the second piece of knowledge dropped about Black Ops 4 was that there are specialists and like they they're like the the insta kill type things like the scythe and um like the purifier like the flamethrower and stuff like that like the black ops 3 specialists but um no one like i know a lot of times you'd see like six purifiers on the team you know and but that can't happen like no one can equip the same specialist on the team apparently i don't i wasn't sure if he was saying this was one mode of gameplay or all of them but no one can equip the same specialist on the team. This is interesting. Um, it sucks for like if you're... I'm a completionist with the game. I like to get all the challenges and all the camos and everything. Um, that just like keeps me feeling productive on the game. And so this would suck for that if like you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't select it because somebody else was selecting it. So I don't know how they would break this down. Like, you know, if you're the fastest to click it, I don't get that. But... Um, Maybe it's like a draw, like at the beginning, you there's like you see them all, and the first one to get to it and click it, then gets it, uh, gets it for the match, and you know you have you're left with whatever's whatever's not selected. So that's a possibility. If they're all the, if they're all the same level, if they're all balanced, then it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but like I never liked gravity spikes. I didn't think they were cool. And so like if I got left with gravity spikes, I'd be like, ah oh, man, that sucks. I'm probably not gonna use them. Um, so, I mean, this is a, this is like a, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I, I think that it they have to be balanced. The specialists have to be balanced in order this, in order for this to not be a bad thing. Uh, there's another piece of knowledge that the, uh, the secondaries you can equip are like pistols, launchers, or a shotgun. Dude, if this is true, I'm pissed off. 
do not make a, a shotgun a secondary weapon. Please. Please do not make a shotgun a secondary weapon. That is that is absolutely unfair. Like, pistols and launchers, that's it. Launchers for killing streaks, and, like, if you really want to, you have, like, two rockets, so you can use them to kill somebody, but it's not overpowered. You can't run around with 20 rockets in your in your thing, you know? And pistols, pistols have always been overpowered. It's, it's Call of Duty, but they act as, like, a slightly less powered regular gun. But I'm fine with it. I'm cool with that. If you want to try to kill me with a pistol, sweet. And if you can kill me with a pistol, sick. It's a slightly less powered gun. I have an advantage of having a red gun, a primary in my hands. But the pistols are still enough to kill somebody. I think they're they're balanced at the right spot. A shotgun? No. A shotgun should not be a secondary weapon. That's Unless they really underpower the shotguns, then I have a problem with it. So I'm not a fan of that. I, I already am triggered by shotguns because of the incendiary rounds that are in World War II, which I think were a horrible development in the game, and I think they should be removed immediately. But uh, I, I do not think there is any world in which shotguns should be a secondary choice in Call of Duty. Okay? And the last the last bit of it was uh, this idea of the availability of an optional advanced movement. Okay? So that is not possible. That's not a thing. Or I should say that should not be a thing. Optional advanced movement should not be a phrase that exists in the Call of Duty development world. And I'll tell you why. If there is advanced movement, you have to select it. You cannot compete with advanced movement if you are boots on the ground. It, it's an immediate advantage. And so if there's existent advanced movement it it gives you such an advantage as we've seen in like a gunfight happens and somebody jetpacks out of there with a scuff it gives you such an advantage especially if you have a scuff controller or play um like claw um that it it you can't have an optional an optional breakdown for advanced movement Okay, and the the developers apparently said like, oh, we they wanted to punish you if you don't really load up, like if you don't set up your class well. <laughs> I mean, well, now you're just forcing our hands to pick advanced movement. It's going to be an advanced movement game. And there were like talks of like, oh, it's like feels like, you know, boots on the ground. And then you see a grappling hook. You're like, oh, advanced warfare. And then you see someone jetpack and you're like, oh, it's Black Ops 3. And like, that's why it kind of feels like Overwatch and that there's all these different options. Not like I shouldn't. Optional advanced movement should not be available. It should be either advanced movement or not. And my opinion is, is it should not be advanced movement. They should not have jetpacks. If you want to have a grappling hook, you can use once. I'm cool with that. And that would be considered advanced movement, but you can't overuse it. So. That's my opinion. We've tried the jetpack thing. Okay, we tried it. Nobody liked it. Don't go back to it. Okay? Those are my opinions of the Black Ops 4 rumors, though. Overall, not happy with what I'm hearing about that. Uh, my, my opinions, sure. The Black Ops 3 was a fairly successful jetpack game. So, hey, who knows? They might do it really well, and I will be shut up by them. By the success of the game. And not only the success, but the level of fun that people have while playing it including the community outside of the pros so uh that but that's all i have to talk about today quite a weird episode with the uh seattle fluke and the, the weird black ops 4 rumors that we're kind of hearing on and off 
Um, roster Mania, like I said, is the roster locks are uh, opened right now, so the rosters can change. Uh, we will see, and I will uh, report and be looking out for any roster mania major switches that I can that I can talk about. But until then, uh, we're just gonna have to wait for another episode. So this has been today's episode. Again, I always say it, but I really do appreciate everybody that listens and returns, and um, you know, listens for the first time. I'm really enjoying making these these uh, podcasts, and um, I think that. You know, anything we can do to add to the community is helpful for the Call of Duty scene. So that's my opinion of it. Please uh, rate rate it on iTunes. Uh, got some more ratings. I appreciate that. Uh, comment on it. Uh, subscribe to it on iTunes. Uh, tune in every week. Listen to it while you're going to bed or whatever. Um, that's what I do with podcasts. And tell your friends about it that also play Call of Duty. Uh, and again, I really do appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much. But as usual, I am Ben, and today this has been Codcast, the Call of Duty podcast.